everyone. It's Chris. And Christian. <laughs> You're listening to the Radio Arcade Podcast. And if uh, if you want to see the blooper, watch the TikTok for that clip. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was going to start coughing when you introduced me the second time. Just start. <laughs> just, to, just to have a riff at my expense, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just see how long we can keep it going. <laughs> yeah, this time we're actually going to start. Yeah, man. And then we it, we just never record. <laughs> we just yeah. keep one-upping each other. <laughs> well, I just figured I'd do it like two times in a row, and then you'd be like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this some other time. We're missing the episode, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Wait, I'm looking for. Uh, uh, I bought some vape pods last night, and I think I left them in my coat. <sighs> what are vape pods? Oh, and you have like a vape uh, device, and you buy the yeah. pods, and the pods hold the liquid. Okay. Like, yeah. I was picturing like Tide Pods, but with vape. <laughs> and I'm like, that that mental image can't be right. It's essentially the same thing. I mean, in concept. Because <laughs> they don't dissolve. And you won't... Well, maybe you'll cause serious harm if you directly inject the pod. But uh, Oh, yeah, there's enough nicotine in there to kill you. If, if you drank it, if you drank the liquid, you would die. <laughs> well... well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a rapid escalation. <laughs> Do not eat uh, Tide Pods. Yeah, no. Or, oh my gosh. Or Tide Pods. So I keep so this guy he's been messaging me. Um, he's got mm-hmm. the wrong number, so he's been texting my phone, and <laughs> it seems like he's texting someone like it's it's about work, and it's about something they're doing right now that's ongoing, and he oh, keeps no. texting me in response to stuff that like I didn't send him. So I've tried to block him like three times, and now I'm probably going to be forced to actually say, hey, this isn't who you think it is, man. <laughs> Why didn't you lead with that? <laughs> I, don't know, I just think it's probably a scam. You don't want to give him like any any sort of, you know, he, okay, he sends it around. Fair. It's like, wrong number, who this? Oh, is this blah, 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 or is, oh, is it? And it's just like, no, dude, no, I'm not, I'm not down for it. That's also, okay. like... How do you text the wrong number? <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever done that in my entire life. So, I... I've had several wrong number texts. Mm. Uh, the it was actually one of those sitcom situations uh, where I guess the backstory I inferred just because the guy was very flirtatious, and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not Susan. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Okay, that does happen. But, I mean, to be fair, that would never happen to me because I'm not a creep, right? So, <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's, the person was like, how do I know you're not Susan? I was hanging out with some friends. I've got a Boba Fett hoodie where if you zip up the hood, it's, it's like the mask and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the person's like, nah, nah, Susan, this is Michael. And I'm like, this is Boba Fett. it's just like bruh stop texting me you're not gonna get what you want from this (laughs) yeah yeah so did he was he convinced like did you did you have to do like a series of like oh here's the the hoodie zipped up and here's it zipped down and here's Uh, (laughs) even though you have no stake in this whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) no after that it was just kind of like the dot 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 (laughs) that was the next response just Dot dot dot, and I'm like, bruh, I tried to tell you. And at the very least, it made for an entertaining evening for uh, my friends and I. 
Well, that's good. <laughs> at least they can yeah. do that for you. Jeez. At, at least it didn't escalate to starting with a, a phallic picture or anything like that. Uh, I'm very thankful for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, back to lighter things. <laughs> not random textures. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, you were we were talking right before we started to record about um Gotham Knights. Now, yeah, I haven't I haven't played it yet, but you were actually educating me on some of the some of the drama going on with it. What's been what's been the haps? Oh, um yeah, it just uh didn't look as good as Arkham City. Or I guess you know, like I was saying, it looked better because it's sharper, but that only sort of details how bad the textures themselves are, I guess. And um, I don't know, it just it seemed to get a lot of uh, just people were like, oh, it's kind of it doesn't look that great. And it's the gameplay loop isn't that great. And I don't know, I, I, I didn't I haven't heard like too much either way for the most part. It just sort of oh. came and went. And OK, yeah, I think there's a lot of people who were hyped because they loved Arkham City and they were disappointed by it. And I think there was a lot of people who didn't really have a lot of expectations. So they enjoyed it for what it was. And it's just sort of middle grounded from there right the sign that was team games uh to be a difficult one to pull off like i love like i i haven't played it yet i might eventually pick it up i haven't heard the best things about it apparently the in-game grind to be able to get like useful tech is ridiculous and then there's the of course then there's the incentive to microtransaction stuff I'm like, nah, I'm good. Um, like, I love all those Batman characters, so I'm like, yeah, give me, give me a game with them. But I've heard the the balance isn't good, so it's almost, in essence, like four mini games in one game. So nobody, at least from some of the critical reception I've heard, nobody gets the chance to get really developed, mm. um, which is a bad direction after the nonstop character smorgasbord that was the Arkham, like the Arkham series, like even WB Montreal's Arkham Origins had a plethora of character development and a deepness to it. So I can kind of get, I can kind of get that. And an unfavorable comparison I heard was it was the, uh, like the event, like the Avengers game from a year or two ago of Batman. I'm like, Ooh, Avengers, I heard mixed things about, but coming mm. off of the highs of the Arkham series, like that's a step down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it it just yeah, it didn't seem to have the magic. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, I'm personally personally like if we're just talking because again, I was never interested in that really because I don't um, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't necessarily you're not, like. You're not into you. You you've never cared for any of the Robins, uh, or Nightwing, or Batgirl, <laughs> or even Red Hood. <laughs> no, no. I think like caring about Batman takes up the scope of my like adult patience. That I can. <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's about as yeah. You know, that's how far I'll be allowed to like joy stuff like that. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, no. I never really liked the uh, the Robins and stuff. It was just never really interesting it's like hey like here's a 
not as cool or strong or smart or rich or capable Batman that Batman no, has to look sir. out for slows him down. Oh, sir. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. People, people are like, that's not correct. You were like, triggering inside me right now. I know. Now. But it's it's essentially, I mean, it's it's not personal. It's just, but for me, it, that's just, I mean, I don't really, I, I can't, I can't be convinced otherwise. I mean, like, you can convince me that, like, they're super useful and they're they're right in their own rights, right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's that's absolutely true, but they're not Batman, right? So if you can if you can convince yeah. me that Robin, a complete and wholly separate, like totally other character, mm-hmm. like is also Batman somehow, then yeah, I'll be on board. But I just don't think it's possible. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, Dick Grayson, mm-hmm. who became Nightwing, has mm-hmm. been Batman, yeah, twice, yeah, once for a year long sustained run. Mm-hmm. That was critically loved because sure. he brought a difference to it. And cool. I'll, because I know I'm not <laughs> trying to convince you, but I'll also quickly say Robin has been around since like nine months into Batman existence. It wasn't some random added on character later. Yeah, I know. The character of Robin actually enhances <laughs> Batman. Yeah, no, Batman is not fully Batman without Robin. Mm-hmm. No, totally. It's, if anything, it's a takeaway, but I, I think that's the difference of opinion. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, this is the one right. thing. I was like, hey, hey, you know what I need when I'm, like, running around at night fighting crime as a vigilante? A miner following me around that I got to take care of. That's, that's what I need. That's, everybody, I mean, I can imagine sitting around at, like, that table and just being like, you know, we, we should add a new character to Batman. What does what a grown man who, who fights crime at night need? Uh, a smaller uh, person to follow him around so they can take care of him and watch over? Yes, exactly. A burden. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that the execution could be better. No, I don't know. I don't know. Dude. I, okay, I don't want to talk about Robins anymore. But yeah, no, I've never been interested in Batman's sidekicks. <clears throat> I'm not interested in sidekicks, Chris. I don't I, I don't f with sidekicks, okay? <laughs> give me the main course or give me nothing. And even then, the main course is like I'm tolerating it. You know, they got a lot of work to do to get me on their side. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, so you you said you've been playing Midnight Suns. Uh, yeah. How is it? Oh, how is it? Okay. Um. It's super fun. It reminds me a lot of um, XCOM, which is like a top-down strategy game where you have like different units that have different abilities and you have to find a way. You only have like a limited move set every turn, so you can only make so many moves and you got to figure out the most strategic way to like work with together with all these abilities, right? Um, but in Midnight Suns, the thing is, okay, so usually like your units would just have these abilities every match mm-hmm. and you, they would take a certain amount of like your energy to use. Um, moving takes a certain amount of energy to use, depending on how far you move. So you can get the sense that it's very tactical, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but with Midnight Suns, the abilities are cards. So it's sort of random. Like you have like a deck of cards, like a, a hand of cards at the bottom. And it, it causes you to be far more like strategic and deliberate and to think a lot more because you don't have like all of your abilities right there on your... And then some abilities will add to your hero power pool. And other abilities take from that pool. So you have to use some abilities to build up that power, which allows you to use more powerful abilities to take out the larger enemies on the field. So, um, like, for instance, if I use Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man has this really cool attack called Chain Strike, where if if it kills the first person that it hits, you can chain it to someone else for four enemies, right? Um, And so what I do is at the beginning of the match, like, if I have that, I'll use that to take out, like, the weakest enemies, because... 
the weakest enemies are the only ones that he can kill in one hit with that attack, right? So right, you take right. out the, the four little dudes, um, and then uh, you start working towards the bigger guys. But like, And then some attacks are quick attacks, where if you kill the guy with that attack, it's the card play is refunded. You okay. also only have three card plays per round. So you can only play three cards. Some cards, again, they'll refund the card play. Some cards are free. But a lot of them are... You know, it's, it's, it's very addictive, dude. It's so addictive. This sounds like, in some ways, Mortal Kombat hmm. meets Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's all... Meets a standard RPG. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all turn-based, right? So there's no... You don't have to be quick with your thumbs or anything. There's a lot of time to just sit and think and, like, look at the battlefield and be like, okay, if I hit this guy here with this much, I can use this move here after. I have enough energy after that point. <laughs> like, it's very... Like, you're looking, like, four points. So it's for, like, someone with, like, ADD, it's it's amazing because it just takes up all of my right. attention. Um, yeah, I, I have, like, a list of, like, 12 things I have. I haven't even ordered Christmas gifts yet because I've just been playing that. How do I avoid people and play this for as long as possible? (laughs) See, again, this is where streaming would come handy. Yeah, yeah, but then it's like then the people get brought back into this situation, and that's just not. That's fair. (laughs) We don't want that. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I get it. Um, Yeah, I have a story. No, no, I don't think I can share that here. That's someone else's story to share. Um, Okay, I will say that the other night. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tom and my uncle went to the Leafs game, mm-hmm. and when they got back, it was a lot. <laughs> it's it was a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask you after we stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you, as the 35 year old, soon to be 36, am I correct? I'm not 35 yet. I'll be 35 yeah. at the end of this month. Right, my bad, my bad. You're I know six, we're born in. <laughs> Listen, I know we're born in the same year. I just turned 35. For some reason, I assumed you were already 35. No, My I'm bad. not an I'm old a ass. Couple months, I'm a couple months early. Or in this case, I'm what? Uh, Literally like ancient, yes. <laughs> 14, 15 days early? Shut up! <laughs> You're about to make me a whole, whole ass year older than I was. You're, I'm 15 <laughs> days early! Sorry, sorry. A whole ass year older than... I was after you already raised my age. <laughs> so are you going to be like 40 this year at the end of the month? You're going to be 45, 72? I'm not going ra- to round you up to that. Um, yeah. Also, though, full disclosure, there's mm. been times lately where everything's been running so close together where I'm like, holy crap, how were how we on Wednesday? I thought it was Monday. That's happened like three times lately. Yeah. Last week. I was on the phone with somebody on Tuesday. My work computer was being slow as hell. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's giving me some mid-afternoon. I'm like, it's just giving me some Monday afternoon rebellion. And most most of the people I work with, because it's customer service at this time of year, most of them, rude. This day, it was a lot of nice people. And they corrected me. They were just like, oh, that's a shame. I'm just like, you guys are so sweet. And then afterwards, I'm like, why did nobody correct me? Mm. Why did like all afternoon? I appreciated it, but then I'm also like, with my luck, I would have gotten a rude person be like, "You don't know how to do your job. You didn't even know what day it is." Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That doesn't. That's not a good look. Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah. How, how how can I have faith that you're able to help me when you don't know what day it is? 
Well, and that was the week of the of the the memorial fundraiser where I had been like we had started recording at 830 at night and went till 130 in the morning. So that Tuesday just felt like an extended day of the Monday where I'm like, I just napped. I didn't really sleep. Like Mm. It felt all like one day. It just threw me off for the week. Yeah, yeah, I've been noticing that too. Like the day just goes by uh, so quick. It's it's like, you know, I'll be up for five hours, and it'll only feel like I've been up for like maybe two, maybe, right? Yeah. yeah but I am, although I'm tired, like I've been up for five hours. But like <laughs> the experience of like what I mean, I you know, it just it's so weird. It's so strange how time goes when you get older. And oh anyway, yeah. So, um. The night of the hockey game, Darko and Mike came over um, oh, to cool. watch a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, they finally came over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have because we got the projector in the basement. It was pretty sweet, man. It's right. a pretty sweet setup. Like I was playing, I was playing video games down there for the first time, um, and it's a lot nicer than my crappy plastic chair I got up here. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was cool. So they came by and we watched uh, Barbarian, the new horror mm-hmm. movie, and it was. That insane it was crazy dude um i can give you i you want me to give you a rundown of what happened yeah the, the 411 yeah you're gonna uh, watch now, it here yeah uh eventually now here i'm, I'm just gonna quickly say hmm. uh any longtime listeners of us might remember before we did uh radio arcade we used to have a sub-series on one cross radio <laughs> It was into the weeds. And one time you were like, hey, let me give you a plot synopsis and proceeded to read an essay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want, I want, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the entire, like everything that happens in this movie. Do you want to know what happens in this movie? Well, that's a difference than a plot synopsis. A plot synopsis. Uh, did I say like plot synopsis? Yes, you did. Just now? Today? On this day? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, then no. I'm going to tell you literally everything that happens in the movie. <laughs> All right, go for it. <laughs> Are you sure? Okay, yeah, because, you know, like, what movies do you watch, well, you know? So, <laughs> well, that, I, 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 one, plenty, but then also, the I've other seen thing them all before. Is, <laughs> I've seen many. I've seen film. <laughs> Just cut to, uh, cut to Dwight from the office being like, I know everything about movies. I've seen over 232 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but also for the most part, unless it's like a whodunit, um, mm. spoilers don't really ruin movies for me just cause after a while, if you've seen enough movies, you story structure tells you where it's going, um, or trailers ruin it and you figure out the story before you walk in the door. So that's fair. I understand that. I mean, I will say though that it's a horror movie, so it's a, maybe a little bit different than, okay. Uh, give me some without spoiling it because oh, I, I can't. it is. <laughs> I can't do that. Okay. I can't do that. I'm not, I'm too like, I, I don't know if it's my, I know we've yet to figure out whether or not I am autistic, but I'm assuming that my, my like. <laughs> it, 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 to be fair, also, it is also tricky with some movies mm. to talk about it without spoilers. Uh, that's why on the solo show on one cross, if it's some, I'll include like the rated S for spoilers. If it's something I can talk about without spoilers, then I'll do a spoiler-free episode, uh, and then later the spoiler one. But, like, Spider-Man No Way Home, I'm like, there's no way to talk about this bloody movie without spoilers. So I'm just going to do that. There's movies where that's the case, where you can't talk about it spoiler-free. 
Greetings, listener. Christian here. I uh, just wanted to say that this is an official spoiler alert. So if you plan on seeing the movie Barbarian, um, skip to 43 minutes and 13 seconds into the podcast and you will avoid all spoilers. Also, this is a trigger warning. So if you are triggered by um, themes of sexual assault or things of that nature, um, please, again, uh, fast forward to 43 minutes and 13 seconds to be exact, uh, and you will completely avoid everything of that nature. So um, I think this will probably be the last time I <laughs> do a complete synopsis of a movie on the podcast, um, and I, I, I'm going to try and avoid uh, things of this nature in the future. <laughs> no one's going to listen to this. I'm going to spend the next like 15 <laughs> minutes talking about this movie, and no one's going to hear. Okay, so. So, okay, so check this out. So it starts out, right? And this woman mm-hmm. is driving through a dark neighborhood at night. Now, this neighborhood has no okay. street lights. No houses have their lights on except for the one house that she's going to. Now, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, That's an all automatic know, nope for me. Yeah, for me. Like, I'm a, I'm a grown man, and I'm like, no. But all the women I know, like, I, I, I have been raised on the internet, so I, don't, I, I couldn't imagine a single woman... Even entering this neighborhood, seeing that there were no street lights or, or house lights or anything. But so this woman, she gets out of her SUV. She walks up to the front of the house and she inputs like the keypad thing. It opens and there's no key in there. And she's like, what the hell? She's trying to figure out how to like, you know, why there's no key in there. She's trying to get in contact with the owner, blah, blah, blah. Eventually someone opens the door and it is sexy Bill Skarsgård. And <laughs> <laughs> that's officially his first name now, right? <laughs> Bill's just his middle name. Nobody, a lot, lot, lot of people knew that. Uh, like, from now on, every movie he's in, it'll be starring sexy Bill Sarsgaard. <laughs> sexy, quote unquote, Hugh Bill. <laughs> like, like, they put Bill in quotes, like it's the weird like part of his name. Sexy Bill Sarsgaard. <laughs> Like, hey, Bill, like, that's his nickname, right? It's, it's ridiculous. Okay, so, so he answers the door. Oh, my gosh, this is going to take so much longer. <laughs> so he, he opens the door, and he's like, what the hell is going on? Who, who are you? And, she, you know, they figure out that they're, they've been double booked, right? So right. he's like, hey, do you want to come in and see if you can, like, find another place or whatever? And what? We've seen a clip of this. Okay, cool. Okay, so... <laughs> It's, it's gonna take a long time, Chris. I'm just gonna walk. So I've seen a clip of this. You know. Okay, so I'm oh, sorry. I thought this was a two-way conversation. No, no, no. This is this is my this is my time to shine. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so <laughs> she goes inside, and she's still. He's very like. He seems like he could be cool, but he also seems like he could be a crazy person, right? They do the performance right. is really good. Like he he could just be kind of awkward, right? He could be sort of aspy or whatever. And so they find out that there's a convention in town. She's not going to be able to find another place, and he eventually wins her over. Right? He's like, stay in the room. It's got a lock. I'll stay on the couch. Blah, blah, blah. You know, we can figure things out in the morning. So they end up connecting. Like, they have a real nice time, right? And it doesn't get sexual or anything. Uh, I mean, it looks like it could in the future, right? They're sort of maybe, you know, connecting like that. But they, they become friends and they go to sleep. She wakes up in the middle of the night to the sound of her door opening. 
She turns around. She sees it's a jar. And through the door, she can see him on the couch. And he's, like, wrestling in his sleep. He's, like, having a terrible nightmare. So she goes over to him. She wakes him up. He's like, what the hell are you doing touching me in my sleep? Like, what the hell is happening, (laughs) right? And she's like, oh, you had a nightmare. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So she goes back into her room. She locks the door. Cut to morning. Mm -hmm. They're talking. She's like, I have to go to my job interview because that's where, that's why she's in town. And uh, she'll come back after because she's starting to get a crush on, on Bill. Instead of being like, hey, I can't believe I miraculously survived this one night in this creepy Airbnb in a destitute neighborhood with a strange man. I'm not like, I, instead of being like, hey, I'm going to go find a hotel, she goes back. So when she leaves the house. because it's sexy Bill Sarsgaard. It's sexy Bill Skarsgård, dude. He's got that magic. Um, so I'm like, he must be the most attractive man on earth because there's, I, I wouldn't, I would not come back. So she leaves, and as she comes out to like her SUV in the light of day, she realizes, oh, this they're in Detroit. So that should give you some ideas to the neighborhood. It's completely abandoned. It's completely it's already abandoned. a hellscape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the houses are abandoned. They're all deaf. Like they're not livable. And there's no streetlights at all. Like there's, it's just pitch black. So she's like, wow, I can't believe my SUV is not on, on cinder blocks and completely stripped. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. So she gets in the SUV. She goes to her, uh, interview. Uh, it goes really well. The woman's like, Hey, you shouldn't be staying in that neighborhood because it's literally abandoned. Um, so I don't understand how there's an Airbnb there, but you shouldn't be living there. Uh, she's like, no, nah, that's cool. I met this really, really sexy, uh, movie star. And, uh, <laughs> all, all of a sudden everything's okay. So, um, so she goes back, and as she's getting out of her SUV to get into the house, there's this guy running down the road going, hey, hey, like, clearly homeless, even though he's blurry and very far away. You can just immediately tell this guy's homeless. And instead of getting right back in her SUV, she's like, she's like looking at him like, I wonder what that guy's running towards me screaming about. Weird. And she, then she starts to hurry to the house, and she gets in at the last second, obviously, right, because it's a horror movie. And uh, we find out that the, the guy, you know, Maybe he wasn't dangerous, you know? you know what I mean? So, right. She finds, I can't remember why she has to go into the basement, but she ends up going in, into the basement. Skarsgård isn't back yet, okay? So she goes into the basement, the door locks behind her. She can't get back out. So she's looking around the basement, she finds a window. She could get out that window, but it's kind of sketchy, right? You got to break the glass mm-hmm. and like shimmy out, and you probably cut yourself up real nice. Um, she finds a piece of rope sticking out of the wall in the basement. So she pulls on the rope. It opens a secret, like a false door. Now she sees a long black hallway. She can't see what's in there. She's like, holy crap, what the hell is this? She sets up a mirror so it shines the light down the hallway. She can see that there's a doorknob at the very end of the hallway. So there's a door down there, right? She starts walking down. She opens up the door. It is a white room with fluorescent lights, a, what I would call a spent mattress, uh, a camera uh, and a bucket. Gross. Uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, as we all, that's a dungeon of an R dungeon, uh, as, as we'll call it right now. So she's, you know what I mean, and the dungeon where you do, nope. where you where you are people. Chris. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I did not get that. Wow. Okay. So. <laughs> um, I mean, you I could have just called a torture dungeon. Yeah, well, or SA dungeon. Let's not, let's not. I think I was right and you were wrong. Let's not try and make it about how I might have been wrong in any way whatsoever. Okay. So, uh, so let's not try and do that because that's not productive. So, oh, it's about how I'm wrong now. Okay. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay, so, so she's immediately like, what the hell, right? This is terrifying. I can't, like, what is, like, is he, is, did he know about this? What is going on? Am I the next victim? So she's freaking out. 
Then she hears him upstairs. He opens the door to the basement and he's like, what the hell? What's going on? Are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, I found this room with a bucket and a mattress and a camera and I got to get the hell out of here. She's almost hysterical, right? And he's like, dude, all, all I'm hearing is that you found a room with a bucket, a mattress and a camera, right? Like it could just be garbage, right? He's like, I'm going to go down, check it out. Can you please stay here just to make sure the door doesn't lock me downstairs? And as a horror movie viewer, you're like, oh my gosh, dude, he's he's going to lure her down. Like, she's this, leave, woman, leave, put a, a chair in front of the door and leave, right? <laughs> so she, he's not coming back up. He's not responding to her. She goes down. He's not in that dark hallway. He's not in the R dungeon. He's not anywhere in the basement. Like, she can't find him. She starts to hear very faint screaming from very far away, and she realizes that behind the original false door, at the end of that hall... There is yet another false door. She pulls it back, and it's like dungeon stairs, like old school dungeon. Like this is made in the 1700s, 1800s type of thing. She starts walking down. It's pitch black. Uh, she has her phone, like her phone light. She finds cages that can fit people, right? Uh, she can still hear him screaming. And like as a viewer, you're like, girl, get out of there. Like, who cares? Like, just leave. <laughs> And I'm now mentally picturing Darko being like, girl, get out of there. (laughs) So (laughs) she's, she's walking down the, the, the dark, dank dungeony hallway. And then I don't know where Skarsgård comes, like he's right in her face and he's like, we gotta get the hell out of here. We gotta go. And now she's hysterical. She's not listening to him. She's like, let's go, let's go back the way I came. Cause that's the, you know, that's the exit. Uh, She's not listening to him. He's like, we gotta go further in because the thing that's here that's down here with us is over there. And after he says that, the thing comes out from behind him, grabs his head and just smashes it against the wall until it's not a head anymore. And then screams in her face as loud as it can. And then it just cuts and it cuts to Justin Long driving a convertible down the coast. (laughs) Sexy Bill Skarsgård. No. Yeah. Sexy Bill's dead. Uh, (laughs) He hella dead. So now we cut to Justin Long, <laughs> and um, he's, he's having the time of his life. He's singing the song. He's driving down the highway uh, in his convertible, you know, on the coast. It's amazing. It's beautiful. He gets a conference call, and we find out that he is an actor, and he just got picked up for a pilot, but his co-star in the pilot uh, has now accused him of rape, raping her, right? Um, so he goes from being on top of the world to his life is now ruined within the scene that we're watching um, so it turns out that in order to pay for his legal bills, he has to sell investment properties that he owns in Detroit, Michigan. So he goes there and he's like, why are all these people's possessions in my, my Airbnb? What the hell's going on? Right. <laughs> like this is weeks later too. Yeah. Like, where are all these, you know, he ends up finding the dungeon downstairs and he has no issue with this rape dungeon. I'm sorry. Our dungeon. <laughs> he has no issue with it whatsoever. He, the first thing he does, dude, is starts measuring how big it is so he can, like, add it to the house square footage <laughs> when he sells it. And and he doesn't think to ask himself, like, you know, was there a permit done for this? Is this legal? Um, also, what is this room? <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> is this legally part of my house or property? He doesn't think about that at all, right? Um, eventually, he finds the stairs down, like, into the dungeon dungeon. I don't know how. I can't remember. But... I, Oh, he's trying to find more space, right? Like he's trying to measure it. So he, now he has a measuring tape and a flashlight and he's walking down the dungeon and he's just 
carrying the tape. So the tape's stuck at the front, and he's just pulling it. Like, he's measuring, like, the length of the dungeon. He's he's not like, oh, this is a scary, awful dungeon. Like, what is this doing down here? Why are there cages with, like, bowls and stuff that could fit people? Uh, he doesn't think about that at all. Doesn't care. He comes, <laughs> he comes up to a room with light coming out of it, right? So he's looking down the hallway. It's pitch black, and then he just sees light coming out of the side of the hall. Right, He gets right. to the room. It's a circular room. And okay. the entire floor is just filled, covered with soiled clothing. It's disgusting. Gross. In the middle of the room, there's a small CRC, you know, uh, CRT, whatever, TV, you know, the old TVs, the tube TVs? Tubes. And yeah. it's playing a video on loop of a woman breastfeeding. Like, it's, it's, to teach, it's a video of teaching women how to breastfeed. Huh. Terrifying. Uh, so then the thing finds him. Let me describe this thing to you because you see it, you start to see it come out of the dark and it's disgusting. It is like super tall, I'd say like almost seven feet. Uh, scraggly black hair. Uh, its face looks like, uh, you know, what's that that movie with that kid with the orange mask? You know, mask with the kid with the orange hair and he's got like that gnarly face? I think so. Yeah, it's probably before your time. It's before my time, but I somehow know about it. Uh, <laughs> Jim carries the mask. No, 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 no. It's about it's about this this redheaded kid. He's got this gnarly ass face. It's like he looks like a human monster. Um, it's all like bulbous in the top and like his chin. Okay. And, and it's yeah, it's it's like Marjorie Taylor Green times like eight. Um, <laughs> wow, that's really harsh. <laughs> harsh. Nothing I say is harsh. Ever, anything that sounds harsh is literally just the truth. Okay, so oh my it's the truth. Okay, I don't, I don't, I can't. I'm, I'm not getting caught on this because it's insane. Okay, so it has this crazy bulbous, ugly, ugly face, black stringy hair in front of it. Like I said, it's like hunched over and it's like fat in the stomach. And, and, and like, you know, where all the fat goes on ladies and like skinny everywhere else. And it's got these saggy, droopy, gnarly boobs, right? It is disgusting. So it comes out of nowhere and it throws him into a pit. And then the, you see the lid of the pit close and the camera. So the camera's on him and he's like, <laughs> and then it moves up to the top and then you see the lid close and then it moves down and it's the woman from before. She's still alive. She's being kept in the space. Hey! Yo! So she made it. Um, and she's saying to him, hey, don't freak out, because if you freak out, it's going to make that thing freak out, like, above us. And also, um, drink. Drink it. And he's like, what are you talking about? And then the thing is now, it's like holding a bottle. And it's the gnarliest, yeah, like a baby bottle. It's the grossest thing I've ever seen, I think. And she has to drink out of it. And then it offers it to him. And he's like, there's no way in hell I'm drinking this stuff. So eventually he makes it angry. It jumps down, picks him up, pulls him out of the thing, drags him into that room with the breastfeeding video and starts trying to breastfeed him. It is one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. (laughs) So she takes this opportunity to get the hell out of there, right? So she's walking, she's walking. She looks in the room. She sees him struggling to not... Suck on this thing's boob. And she obviously she's thinking, like, you as a viewer, like, okay, lady, you tried to save the first guy. That was stupid. We all knew it was stupid, but, you know, you did it anyway. And <laughs> now you should, you know, you have the opportunity to get the hell out of here. Get, she, she's like, I'm getting out of here. She trips over his tape measure. And the thing starts chasing her, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she gets out. Um, oh, shit, what happened? Okay, yeah, she gets out. Oh, crap, Chris, I can't remember what happened. Oh, okay, okay, she, she gets out through the basement window. She breaks the basement window because the, the door is locked, right? 
She pulls herself through just at the last second. The thing like reaches for her and the homeless guy pulls her out of the way. He gives her the 411. He's like, don't bother going to the cops and don't walk around here at night because it comes out at night. You know what I'm saying? So she goes to the cops. The cops are like, lady, you're on crack. Uh, they take her back to the house. They're like, all we've seen, all, all we can see is a broken basement window. You can't get in the house. You, there, we don't see any evidence of anything you're claiming. All we can see is that you've broken the basement window and you're lucky that we don't take you in, right? So they leave her there. And around nighttime, she goes back, and I can't remember what happened, but eventually the thing is running at her, right? It's coming, like, at her in the SUV, and she takes her SUV, and she rams it into the house. So now the thing's stuck in the house on her hood, and it's staring at her through the window, and it's like, and she's trying to back up to ram it again, but her, her engine bails, and then the thing dies on the hood, and she's like, okay, screw it. So she starts going down to save Justin Long. That's why she stuck around, right? As she goes down there, oh, Chris, I forgot this one part. Oh, my gosh, it's terrible. Okay, so when the thing chased after her, right, it left him alone. He starts going deeper mm-hmm. deeper into the dungeon. Oh, crap. Oh, oh, I missed it. Oh, there's a cutback. Okay. Okay, so where are we at now? He's still down there. She's escaped. She's pinned it against the house, right, with her SUV. We're going to do a flashback, all right? We flashback to the guy who owns the house. He owned the house when the subdivision was starting to fail. He bought it when it began. We find out that he's a serial rapist, kidnapper, murderer. Um, And he's been keeping, like, a bunch of women down there and doing stuff to them and filming it and watching those films. So we've, you know, we're like, okay, what the hell? So Justin Long finds the guy. All these years later, in a back room down there in the dungeon, and the guy's like living in his own filth, and basically the only thing he was doing was watching videos of the stuff he did to these women before he escaped into the dungeon, right? Um, right. He's like, don't worry, man, because he doesn't know yet. He doesn't know the guy's insane or like, the guy who did all this, right? He's like, don't worry, man, the cops are coming. They're going to surround the house. We're going to be great. The guy pulls out a gun from the side table and blows his brains out, right? And Justin's all, Justin Long's like, what the hell, what the hell? So he grabs a gun, and he's trying to get out of there. He has a flashlight and a gun. Now she's coming down to save him. Okay? All he hears is something coming towards him in the dark. He shoots her in the side. Doesn't kill her. She's not bleeding too bad. But, you know, you, how are you going to run around with, like, your side shot? What you the know? hell, dude? <laughs> yeah. I'm coming to save you. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we also, at some point, see a flashback where we find out that Justin Long, it's like 95% sure that he did rape this woman, right? Uh, so... Now he, he carries her outside, and we find that the thing is no longer on the SUV hood. It's gone. And, it's a horror yeah, movie. Horror movie. And she's like, oh, you know, let's get in your car. He's like, my keys are inside, and I'm not going back in there, because where the hell is that thing, right? Then the homeless guy runs up. He's like, we got to get out of here. So he pulls him, like, down the street to where he lives, and he's like, oh, it's never been there. It doesn't come out that far. We're going to be fine. So they're sitting there. They're talking about it. He tells them that the thing is basically the product of, like, this guy— having a baby with one of his victims, and then having a baby with that baby, and having a baby with that baby, right? Um, I don't think there's enough time to have that happen. I prefer another 20 years on top of that timeline, but whatever. It, it, it's disturbing, so it's good, right? Um, and as he's talking about it, he's like, oh, she's never come this far before. And as he says that, she breaks through the wall behind him, grabs him, yep. rips his arm off, and beats him to death with it. <laughs> Yep. his own arm. <laughs> so, so now they're running up the water tower to get away from it, right? And he's leaving her behind because she's like lagging behind because he shot her. And he's leaving her behind. She gets up to the top. He pulls up the gun to shoot the thing because it's running up like, you know, the stairs that come around the 
Uh, he drops the gun because he's useless. So it gets up there and he kicks the girl off of the water tower to like, as like a, hey, as a distraction, right? So as she's falling, yeah. the monster dives after her, grabs her, and then rolls. So it falls on the ground and saves her. So now he runs down. The girl's still alive. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like it was, it was right there. There was nothing I could do. You know, I had to do it. And he picks her up. To, to save her again or, 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 you know, until it gets too difficult or scary. And then as soon as he does that, the thing stands up, grabs him by the throat, picks him up and rips his head in half, <laughs> like a cantaloupe, like, like a melon. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes to pick her up, the girl, and it's like, baby, baby, because it thinks that she, she, she's, yeah, I know, she thinks she's her baby. <laughs> And the woman can't move, and the, the monster's, like, so concerned because, like, oh, you're hurt, blah, blah, blah. And as the monster's, like, fawning over her, she put, takes a revolver to its head and pulls the trigger, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> eh? All right? That's a good, good synopsis, right? <laughs> classic, classic Christian synopsis. <laughs> 20 minutes later <laughs> I told you I told you I was going to talk about this movie really. it, but here's the thing Chris you don't have to watch the movie anymore okay <laughs> it's true I don't, it's, don't. I really don't. <laughs> Literally, that but wasn't that nuts that's a crazy movie man I uh, there was points where I'm just like I feel like I I feel like I've seen like I can visualize the South Park parody of this movie in my head. Um, but also it's just because when I was younger, I watched way too much South Park. Cause as you were describing like the, the homeless guy running, I'm thinking of Randy mm. and the episode where it's like all the old people are driving and he's like, they're killing the pedestrians. Yeah. And it's Randy just yelling like, same same energy for sure um, yeah, it was, I, I like, like here's the thing here's the most unbelievable part of that entire movie a woman who was clearly raised with the internet <laughs> did not immediately get in her car after realizing what neighborhood she was in like and just drive because she has gas she has money she has a car she could have driven she could have just driven for the next six hours and then gone to her Come to her interview, but no, she's staying in this house with this strange man. I don't care how attractive Bill Skarsgård is. I, I if any, I'm sorry. I just it's you. <laughs> that is a problem with uh, with movies or horror movies because you're like, who would do this? And then it's like, uh, I'm thinking of the excellent YouTube series Pitch Meeting, where it's like, why would they do this though? Nobody would do this. And then the writers like. Because the movie needs to happen. And it's like, oh, gotcha. And that's basically what happened. It sounds like with this movie where you're like, no one in their right mind would do this. No. But the movie needs to happen. So we'll yeah. keep rolling. <laughs> yeah. No one would. Do, like, I, I can't imagine any woman watching that and be like, yeah, yeah. She uh, she was correct to do that. <laughs> the other the other thought I had during it, um, during your description of the movie was, one, I was like, Remember when everybody started hating on Justin Long? I was just like, I, I never, yeah, there was a while where everybody was like, oh, Justin Long's so lame and it's so stupid. I'm like, what did this guy do? I mean, yeah, he's not DiCaprio in terms of like acting capability, but he, he's all right. He's, hmm. He seems harmless. He brings an hmm. earnestness to everything. I just never got the backlash to him. 
but then also as you're describing this movie, I'm like, what is it with him in being in when he shows up in horror? It's like body horror stuff. Like I haven't seen it, but he was in Kevin Smith's Tusk, mm. where eventually he gets forcibly transformed into a walrus. Yeah. I'm like, what is it with him and being in these weird body horror pictures? That's it's kind of interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I guess he just likes horror. But uh, I, I, have you checked out his podcast? I have not. Um, I can't remember. It's a pun on his name. I can't remember what it is though. It's okay. It's it's kind of like smartless, but uh, a little less competent and also a little less sycophanty. Um, he just he he seems like a super nice, earnest guy, but he I don't he's not. You, he's just not that great at interviewing people. You know what I mean? So right. uh, it's not that great a podcast. Also, have, have you, do you know, are you familiar with the Smartless podcast with uh, Bateman? Um, what, what's his, so it's Jason Bateman, uh, oh. the, the guy who played uh, the gayer dude on Will and Grace and uh, uh, Sean Hayes. And I'm not um, familiar with that. What? Who's the third one? Uh, crap. He was uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. He's the third one. Ah, oh, dope. <laughs> yeah, so those three. At first, I was like, "Oh, this is a fun like they're buddies. It's fun. They're nice. They have like decent guests on." And then it just became like, I, "It's I, I don't know. I, mean, I saw it like you know your perspective shifts from day to day, and I guess I was just in the right. mindset where I saw it in a way that I can't unsee it now. And I just became I just saw it in this very like ass kissy Hollywood sycophanty way where I'm like." Yeah, that's so gross. I don't want to hear these guys anymore. They, all they do is just like gush and kiss these people's asses, and and they have some guests on where I'm like, dude, you're talking to a bad person right now. You know that, right? You know that they've done really bad things, and they've said, and they have like their worldviews, and you're just not bringing that up in any way whatsoever. <laughs> like it's it's sort of just yeah. I'm just like I don't know, man. I don't know. But anyway, anyway, uh, anyway. I, I I just got really excited because you mentioned Will Arnett. Uh, like I, I enjoy Jason Bateman mostly because of uh, Arrested Development. Um, also his his performance as a creep in uh, Juno. He did like he did a good performance in in that flick. But Will yeah. Arnett, man, Will Arnett's awesome. He needs to be in so many more things. Uh, he's always so good, especially as Lego Batman. Lego Batman was a dope movie, and Will Arnett was beyond dope as Lego Batman. <laughs> There's a funny story about that actually. Actually, that was one of the that was, that was actually a good episode. I listened to like he, Will Arnett had his um. It was a guy who was writing music for the mm-hmm. the movie, or I can't remember who it was. Anyway, anyway, so there was a thing where like he was supposed to be attached to one of those Lego movies, and they wouldn't let him do it. And then like it was this whole thing where he, I don't know. Basically, it was it was a crazy journey to him becoming actually becoming Lego Batman. Um, but yeah, it seemed like he got uh, bait and switched a couple times along the way. And he didn't know if the guy who one of the I think they had the writers on. I think it was the same guys who did The Office, right? Um, I don't know if it was the guys from The Office on Lego Batman. I thought Lord and Miller were peripherally involved, though. Maybe it was those two that they had on. I don't know. They had somebody on. Uh, anyway, this is uh, I don't know why I started talking about that. I clearly have no idea what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Might as well not said anything at all. <laughs> Like, for me, it's actually a shame that uh, we're not getting a Lego Batman sequel. Um, that would, like, that to me is one of those 
best like love letter parodies um where it's like yeah it's in the lego in the lego movie universe or whatever so of course it's going to do liberties that you wouldn't get out of a traditional batman but if you want a way to address some of the sillier campier aspects from batman's canon like the 60s show or the 50s comics or anything like that like Hmm. that was the venue to do it and they did so many great easter egg love letters like they brought in billy d williams to voice two-face because in the tim burton batman movie like he was cast as harvey dent uh before they got to the schumacher versions it was supposed to be billy d williams as two-face so you're getting little stuff like that like all these Easter eggs that are like love letters to longtime fans of the franchise. And mm. it just, it's one of those movies for me where I'm like, if I want to have a good hearty laugh about comic book stuff, also, if I needed my spirits lifted, it's a toss on movie for me all the time. I freaking love the Lego Batman movie. And Will Arnett was fantastic in it. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, a lot of people really dug it. it it and uh teen titans go to the movies are are two i'd recommend to people uh outside the normal stuff you get out of especially when i know people really enjoy it at a deeper level but particularly like the the darker aspects of those characters like Mm. look this is going to be a flip on that but it has some of that darkness and horrendously hilarious comic like comedy ways um and if you know these characters like you will laugh out loud at a lot of these moments um both those movies are outstanding and give me more lord miller doing comic book stuff i'm also i realized last week and i got so i actually got bummed out about it dude i last week i was like oh we're in december and, and Spider-Verse is coming out because the first Spider-Verse movie came out in December. So and that was the original plan for what was into the like the new Spider-Verse. They, they changed it from part one and part two, though. And I was like, oh, that's going to come out. And then I was about to look up tickets. And then I saw that it's been delayed to April, And I got super bummed out. Just oh. so bummed out. <laughs> oh, that sucks, dude. Yeah, because you've seen Spider-Verse, right? Yeah. Did you like yeah, it? Was, yeah, yeah, it was really good. It was really good. I I, I just, yeah. <laughs> I, almost resent, I resent things that are like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it just, <laughs> it's like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know, because it, it's like, I don't know. It's one of those things where it, I feel like they use a lot of um, techniques that they've developed since we've started watching, like, um, like since like Pixar. It's come around, right? Okay. I don't know how to explain it, but there's little like story beats and there's little things they do that seem to be recycled throughout all these kids' movies and these properties that's sort of like, it's a very simple, easy formula to sort of get you attached or get you involved or get you to be like, yes, yeah, obviously that's good. You know, like it, it's, it's <laughs> I don't know. It's like they followed all the rules like perfectly to make this like, um, and you can you can tell just by watching these things that like you know how many eyes and minds and 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 people have touched it and have sort of like gone into like shaping it the way it is and how much experience they have in this industry and and how they themselves have actually sort of set standards for you know um, stories or animation or things like that right so um, yeah I, there's something a little bit corporate about it when I watch it a little bit not. Um, mm-hmm. 
a little too uh, constructed. I don't know how to explain it. I really don't know how to explain it. it I don't know. It's like I said, it's like watching a Pixar movie. You're like, yes, yes, it's good. <laughs> oh, obviously, yeah. right? But like, it's, it's like it's like there's like these buttons that like the human animal needs push to think like a a, a property is good, and they've just they have like the the rubric there, and they just go doop, doop, bam, 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 and then we're all like, yes, <laughs> my emotions, I've connected with this, and. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Like I'm always struggling to I'm struggling to like live in the moment and to like just experience things without trying to like view it from like a million miles back. And and so I always that's why I have difficulty with stuff like that where I'm just I, I, I can't really just sit and experience and enjoy something like that anymore. I, I just I don't know. I try to I see how it's like <laughs> it's like manipulating me. And it's weird because like it, it have, it's a lot with like these these high these like high budget cartoons. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's so much has to be known and prepared and done before they actually start doing stuff, you know, like committing to the animation because it's so expensive in time. Um, so like the, the movies, the movies are very written. <laughs> How do I, like it's, it's a very tight ship, you know, like there's no room yeah. for, there's no air, there's no light in between those gaps. And with that kind of movie, it, it has to be. It's not like, hey, we can rewrite scripts day of because we can change what we're filming with the actors' reactions. <laughs> like with the animated piece, they're planning, they got to plan that to the umpteenth degree. Yeah. Um, no, no. And that's that's interesting. I, I see. I didn't have that with uh, Spider-Verse. That's also because like I'm there and I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're nailing so many characteristics of these different Spider-Men. And there's mm -hmm. so many good Easter eggs and all that where I'm like, mm -hmm. as as a Spider-Man fan. This is, I'm being serviced to the umpteenth degree, but it's in a way that makes logical sense within the story that the, the movie's telling. So it's a solid, yes. it's got the solid baseline for me, but then there's this extra stuff which gets me from liking it to friggin' loving it. Um, I, I wonder if it's like, if, and I think maybe, you know, uh, maybe Lego Batman suffered from this. I'd probably, I've, I just from looking at it, even though I haven't seen it, I would imagine I'd feel the same way about it. But I think it's also a lot of, like, you have something that people have been fans of for, you know, ever. I mean, there are people who lived and died since its inception type of thing, right? And yeah. um, so you kind of have to, like, you don't really have a lot of room to to mess up. Because you not only do you have to, like, make a movie that, even if it didn't have these well-known characters in it, it would have to be good enough to draw people in to watch the movie but now you also have these characters and, and you would think like they, they might rest on them. They might say, Hey, we have these characters, so we don't have to put a lot of effort in because people are going to come see it anyway. But if anything, it's the exact opposite, right? They seem to put well, like, it, yeah, it, it, we're, we're in that post era of that now. Like I'd say that was definitely the case with comic book movies aside. Uh, like there are some exceptions, like the original Reeves Superman movie was very much like, true to the character they took liberties but like that was the case in the i especially say like in the 90s or earlier 2000s um where it's like hey it's this character but in name only and it's the loosest adaptation it's like there's an audience so we'll we'll get them in the door uh mm -hmm. but now we're in the spot where it's like the fan base is vocal enough and they're learning uh a case in point i think you could look at ang lee's hulk where word of mouth killed that thing 
from like when you look at the weekend drop offs in 2003, not only was it just a blah mess of a movie, it wasn't even a blah Hulk movie. It was just like it was a mediocre movie, but a bad iteration of Hulk. So the word of mouth killed that flick. Uh, X-Men, like a numerous of the X-Men, like that one didn't look like only halfway learned the lesson. Like word of mouth killed those killed those movies. X uh, Origins Wolverine, a work print linked like a month before it that hit the box office, like that impacted its box office reception. But then, just how bad the movie was, and people being like, "It's a crap movie," and horrible versions of these characters. You can't do that anymore. Like you can do mediocre, but you can't do bad versions of these characters anymore. Which is nice for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I get the same impression from uh, like a lot of the like the superhero movies and stuff, where it's it's very like there's a lot of money, there's a lot of companies, there's a lot of people, a lot of eyes, and everything has to be, you know, well, just yeah. so just right. Well, that's the thing. Like so many, so many of the movies, and we're we're at a time now which is so weird, where it's almost like. If you don't, if a movie, if a comic book movie is not crossing that billion dollar threshold, they're looking at it like it's a failure where it's like, bruh, a billion dollars is a crap ton of money. Hmm. And unless your budget is 500 million before advertising, which most of the time a studio will spend roughly half of what the full production budget is on advertising. So mm-hmm. unless you're looking at going into this with already 750 million against you, if you're ma- if you of course you want to do more than break even, but Marvel's had like 11 movies that have hit a billion dollars to the point that if it doesn't hit a billion, people are like, "Oh, it's it must not be that good. It didn't cross a like nah, bruh, bruh. <laughs> so you get to the spot where it's like there's so much money involved in these things that they're like we need to get it whether or not they'll do it fully right yeah yeah I uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I, I just um, I a lot of movies coming out I'm just like uh, a lot yeah, of no, the culture is pushing at me I'm not here for that's fair. I I saw a couple. Uh, Jill watched through She Hulk yesterday, so I actually caught a couple episodes, of, uh, parts of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I might eventually watch the whole show. Mm-hmm. It was interesting just because I saw so much online backlash to it, where I'm like, okay, how much of this is because it's a female-led superhero show? Like that's somehow inherently going to be a strike against something as soon as it's like, oh, it's a female lead. This means woke. Um, shut up. <laughs> Just if that's your argument, then don't watch the show. <laughs> like, yeah. Female heroes have existed forever, sir. Shut up. Um, but then as I'm watching the show, I'm like, it's all right. It yeah. might not be your thing. And that's fair. It could be better, but I didn't see anything that warranted some of the extreme hate that it got. I got, I no. did see some stuff where I'm like, yeah, this could be better, or that could have been done better, or I get how this tone isn't for everybody. I categorize it almost as like harmless. And 
Charlie Cox just slips so well back into the Daredevil role where I'm like, friggin' A, man. And the guy who plays Wong steals the show in every scene he's in because he's so good at being deadpan that I'm like, there's <laughs> enough here for me where I'm like, this is dope. I- I'm here for this. Like, this is the fruits of the labor of so many years of movies <laughs> where Wong being deadpan to an overly drunk party Valley girl <laughs> is just entertaining. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I'm cool. <laughs> um, it's my yeah, time no, to talk for 20 minutes, son. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, I, um, yeah, no, I, I, I just, I, it's not your show. And that's fair. I, uh, I, I'm just picturing you as Jeff Winger being like, so I get the strange feeling that someone's trying to teach me something. Yes, and yeah, Jeff exactly. Winger. Cannot be taught. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's true. It's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah, no, it's just, it's not for me. It's not for me. I can't, I don't care. I can, I can kind of get, I I can, to a degree, I disagree, but I can also kind of get where you're coming from. If it was another, if it was a different character where like She-Hulk had those vibes from day one from the comic book. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going at you for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, just saying, I, like, I love that that, to me, that made sense translating it there because I'm like, that well, That was a huge part of her origin, her original run, her intent. Yeah, like yeah. That, if it was, like, Squirrel Girl, yeah, that'd be a different story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they found something. They're like, oh, okay, so this, uh, through happenstance, or, I mean, you can make the argument that, like, it, it was... It's sort of what was going to happen anyway. But we had this character and this property that sort of fit the archetype of like a message we're trying to disseminate to people in this current cultural context. So we're going to take right. that and we're going to bring them and we're going to use them to, to you know, because like you can, you can, now I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a thing and it's obviously a thing. And the fact that it's a thing and I can tell that it's a thing, I hate it. So, um, That's I, <laughs> so if I can that. tell, yeah, like if I can. <laughs> I can tell you're trying to get me to be your friend or you're trying to <laughs> figure out what's going on with me. Um, immediately aggressive towards you. I don't, you, <laughs> you want something from you want information. You're trying to care about me and manipulate me into sharing stuff with you. No, I'm not about that. Um, no, I'm joking. So, Sounds like more of a you thing. <laughs> yeah. While well, you're talking to me, who else are you talking to? Is there anyone else here? What, 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 did you expect it to be a someone else thing? I don't understand. So That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want, like, you can talk to anyone else. <laughs> but, um, shoot, what was it going to No, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. It, it just, uh, it, so, like, clearly, like, they didn't have another show with that sort of archetype or that sort of dynamic, right? Right. And you could see why it would be relevant in this day and age, right? And Disney is a multi-billion dollar international company, and they're probably in the interest of making money, so they're going to make things that are, people are going to watch. Uh, they're going to sell stuff to you that you want to see, not that you need to see or that you should be seeing or that, you know, you know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. It just, it, it, it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just, I, 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 no, it's, I it's crazy. I, Cause I feel like I'm, I feel like I can say this about this stuff, even though it's, but stuff I like is doing the exact same thing yet. I wouldn't point it out, but at the same time, I can't think of, I can't think of anything else. Like I, I don't watch anything new. Like I just keep watching Brooklyn nine, nine or, or the office or stuff like over and over and over for years and years and years. I I, I don't, 
you know, I, I barely see any new movie. Uh, Barbarian was the first new movie I saw in like years, I think. So outside of uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. I watched. Oh, yeah. Or Star Wars or, or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just, there are exceptions to, yeah. to the rule. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, don't, and I, I, uh, no I, I get it. I, I also think at times there's got to be the foreknowledge of it. And like, hey, am I in the mood to like, am I in the mood for this? Am I in the mood for something where it is going to talk, uh, touch on serious issues that I'm then going to be uh, thinking about? Like, am I in the mental space for it? Like, to be perfectly honest, I've heard mixed things on Captain, uh, like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Hmm. I'm well aware of what that show is going to be because I've also read some of the Sam Wilson Captain America comic uh, Captain America comic run when he was Cap. So I'm like, yeah, yeah it's going to touch on the heavy subject of race relations <laughs> in the US. That's mm-hmm. not a light thing. I've got to be no. in the I got to be in the situation where I'm like, hey, this needs to be palatable for me if I can I, so I can give it its due. And when it's not, then I'm just, I'm not going to watch it until it is. Like, if I want something light, I'll throw on friggin' Hawkeye. If I want something that's going to be deeper and make me think, Hmm. then I'll watch something with a little more heaviness. Like, it's got to, there's got to be that zone, and I got to be in the zone for it. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about something like like She-Hulk, like, I understand that they're, like, it's important in a sense. And I understand that, like, that show is basically not written for me. Not digging it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, that's that's fair, and I I like the, I I like and appreciate your your awareness on that. Where it's like, hey, I'm not the target for this. That's like when I talk, or especially when I did that first uh, review of the first Black Panther movie. I'm like, mm. look, I recognize that this isn't going to hit me at the level that it will other viewers because this story isn't for me. To a degree it is because it's a comic book character and it's a comic book character that I enjoy. So mm-hmm. I am part of the extended audience, but the main, <laughs> like the main things they're going to explore, the main stuff, like a lot of the references, a lot of the cultural stuff, I'm not going to connect with because I'm not part of that culture. Like it's not going to hit me in that level. So that's where I have to look at that degree of separation. Yeah. Uh, and that's something to be aware of. And I'm not going to be like, well, this is a comic book movie, so it's only for me. Like, no, nah, yeah, like this, no, nah. this movie <laughs> about and for black people it was not white enough for me. And therefore, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, or, or like She Hulk. Hey, this this yeah. show that's essentially for like very left leaning people or, or, you know, women and, and stuff like that. Like, that. What, why is it, why aren't there more straight, strong men? How come the actual Hulk didn't come and beat her to death? What's going on? <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and, to the show's credit, they did address some of that towards the end. It, it, it was also fascinating for me just because Jill's like, hey, I know you haven't seen the whole thing, but what did you think uh, out of the stuff you saw? I'm like, it's tricky just because it also, She-Hulk was a fourth brawl with, fourth wall-breaking character hmm. well before Deadpool was. Like, She-Hulk was breaking the fourth wall and knew she was in a comic book before other characters were doing that. Oh, wow. Um, so that was also something that made her stand out in the comics because also it's like, hey, comics for the most part, even though people are like, oh, they're 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 kids' books, which I'll tell you no. Um like it was something where it's like, hey, here's this lighter hearted character in this lighter hearted story with this shtick yeah. that makes it stand out. The MCU 
will occasionally go into some dark areas, but for the most part, it is a light-hearted thing. Uh, so that fourth wall breaking, it doesn't... It's borderline something the MCU has dabbled with before, kind of, uh, where you're like, in that tone, it might not... Yeah, it might not be like, we're in a movie, but it'll address things in a way where it'll be like, wink, wink. Um, mm. So that's where I'm like, man, the the tonal... The tonal thing, it seemed a little bit robbed, um, for lack of another term, where I'm like, it just doesn't have that distinction of what made that original one run in the comics stand out more. So, I don't know. I hope it gets a second season, and I'll, I'll check out the rest of the show eventually. Um, but there's room to improve Sandman it. Yet? No, not yet. They got picked up for a second season. Oh, dope. Good. Yeah. I've been checking out the, the audio drama. It's just so damn good. I can't. I think I stopped midway into the second one. Uh, I don't know why. I, I know that my Audible subscription is canceled, so I can't hmm. listen to them anymore <laughs> or the third one. Oh, okay. But <clears throat> um, yeah, I just I figured you would have you'd be all over it because you're the one who showed me what the same man, right? It it's one that I've heard really good things about, but I'm also very aware of what that property is. Uh, and how dark and heavy it gets uh, to the point that with the audio drama, I'm like, hey, I got to take a break every once in a while because it's so it can get so bleak. And I got mm. enough of that in my day-to-day where I'm like, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'll often re-watch shows I've already watched for comfort uh, where I'm like, yeah, I, I want to see the new, but it's also got to be, I got to be in the headspace for it. And then with something like Sandman, where I'm aware of how tonally heavy and dark it gets, where I'm like, I got to be in the zone for that. Um, so that is one where I've heard nothing but great things. I do want to check it out. I just got to be mm-hmm. in the spot for it. Mm-hmm. 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 So the spot would be the couch. And then you... Turn it on, and then you just sit there while it happens to you, okay? <laughs> so this is a thing where every once in a while I'll be like, hey, Chris, I need you to understand why I'm not into it. But then when it's the thing I want you to watch, I don't care I'm, you got to watch I'm, it. You showed me the standard. You were like, hey, I like this thing. I never told you to like it. I, no one's making you like it. You voluntarily said, hey, this is really cool. I want you to like this too. And I was like, Chris, I do like this. Now we like it together. And now, <laughs> after doing that, you've basically abandoned me. And now I'm sitting How here liking the Sandman you? by myself. Who does that? You're not liking Sandman by yourself. I still uh, like Sandman. Oh, okay. So now my feelings are invalid, too. So now, not only have I been abandoned, but everything I feel is wrong. Okay. Oh, okay. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Textbook abusive behavior. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, don't try to gaslight me and then tell me I'm gaslighting you. <laughs> You're, uh, wow. The old triple gaslight, Chris. I, I didn't think it could, could get much worse. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, reverse so, uh, reverse gaslighting. I, I got it. I, I'm, I'm on to you, man. Um, no, just what it's. I'm not asking you. You know, just watch. Just watch the show. Just watch the thing. See, what if what if we actually start getting viewers and making money, and then we actually had to start watching things and reviewing them or something? You know what I mean? Like, you know, Chris, it's just just watch it. Just watch the thing. It's so. <laughs> Maybe I should I should start I should open a dialogue with your wife and be like, can you get him to watch this for me because it sucks. <laughs> 
gosh. Oh, boy. And then there's been the realization that, uh, <laughs> as Jill puts it, I'm best friends with the male version of her. <laughs> yeah, so she, if anything, I, I'm surprised she hasn't gotten on your ass about it already. Like, what is going on? <laughs> she, oh, she's told me plenty of times that, I, that I'd enjoy it and I need to check it out. But she respects that I'll watch it on my own time. <laughs> that's, that's the issue. That's the issue. Therein lies the issue. She needs to come down with like a, you know, like an iron oh fist. <laughs> uh, oh boy all right sir i gotta i gotta get going because i work very shortly um what, what was that i was that tone i'm saying i gotta get ready for work that's all mm-hmm. i'm saying you were like some of There's us no... gotta work so no that's 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 <laughs> not at all what i said that's, that's literally exactly <laughs> <work for her. laughs> i will i will not be read into <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to like, read into so what you're I'll saying just... is, so what you're saying is the exact words that I'm saying that's what I'm saying what I'm, what I'm saying is I'm going to make up whatever I want you to have said and then I'm going to react based on that well this is it's a good thing that I'll have the video record of this so if you tamper with the audio I can show you manipulate it I think the thing is, is that I'm so charismatic when I'm, I openly admit to what I'm doing that people are just going to support me anyway <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's doing that but he's so good at it you know <laughs> there's a bit of a does that make you a sociopath <laughs> oh 100% yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm an imp. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's so spot on. <laughs> yeah. Me and imp. Yeah. Yeah. Impish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll do something shitty and then cackle. <laughs> I can, I can get that. I've been ambitious. There's been times where in our group chat, I'll be like, I'm just going to stir the pot. I'm a little bored. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Either. Either like uh, yeah 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 when you stir the pot it's either okay Chris is clearly messing around or 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 it's like there's no middle ground it's like oh yeah he's obviously <laughs> messing around or what the hell <laughs> like, what, what did he just say oh yeah yeah <laughs> woke up that day and chose violence <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> uh, uh, man all right well I've not dude- um given such a long speech about the movie <laughs> no no it's fine i was kidding man it's all good we didn't have a planned topic today no we didn't <laughs> no it's all good it's lit dude it's legit fine it's no you were into it i loved actually hearing you tell it uh, i could i like seeing you passionate about things so it was nice <laughs> <laughs> and you were like all in and that was that was dude it's good okay okay <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, all right. So, sir, unfortunately, I got to I got to get going. Um, but we will be back soon, listener and uh, and TikTokers with a, a new episode we will be coming out in a couple weeks. Um, this will be dropping this Friday. Um, so look forward to that. We'll make sure it's in the feed. Also on our TikTok, you can check out our Linktree link because it's much easier to link to one website instead of several. Uh, so if you want to find us through, uh, if you want to find our socials, our Discord, our Reddit, uh, please hit up our Linktree. We will have that link in the description. Um, 
Christian, any uh, any final words uh, for this oh. episode? I'm emphasizing for this episode. I'm not about to. Uh, <laughs> you might as well just leave now, okay? Because uh, <laughs> I have some things to say. Um, no, uh, yeah, no, Linktree is awesome. I mean, you click on it, it takes you to our Linktree, and then you just click on, it'll say like Reddit, Discord, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, like all of them. It's all right there. It's so simple. Um, it's such a better uh, system. Oh, man, there's so much going on in politics that I would like to talk about. We need to do a whole other episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I had one I had one topic kind of ready today, but I'm like, you know what? I want to give it till Friday when we record next, mm. um, just so I can look into it a little bit more. Um, and also, if there's, if we want to dive into depth, I want to give us a little bit more time. And I would... I'm like, yeah, at 11 when I'm leaving at like 11.45, I'm like, there's, now nah, we don't got that time. Uh, it's the Arizona situation, so. <laughs> oh, Carrie Lake? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch. Of, yeah, there's, I mean, if that's on the table, there's so many other things that I, I want to talk about then as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. To... <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, so send me send me some stuff uh, okay. before Friday so that way I can actually get familiar a little bit. Like the Carrie, the Carrie Lake one I've been low-key checking up on. I know right now it's just at the spot where she's like, oh, I'm going to sue to try to overturn, even though there's no evidence whatsoever that... It's that situation. Um, so I'm just like, all right, it's going to, there's, it's a developing thing. There might be more developments by Friday. So mm. if there's other ones along those lines, especially that I might not be as familiar with, just shoot it in attack so I can do a, do a lookup. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, there was some, I was wondering, like, I was like, with everything that's changed since we started, since we first started the podcast and talking about politics from then till now, when before you were, I, you, I felt you were more, you're, you're, you know, willing to play devil's advocate and be charitable towards other people. And I, I was like, how do you not know what's going on right now? <laughs> and now I'm wondering, like, have, have things, has, has your opinion on republicanism sort of changed? Or Because I know, I think the, the biggest thing that was the contention between us was me saying that people who are misinformed and uneducated are morally, um, morally, uh, what's the word, Chris? Accountable? Yes, I'm morally accountable for their elected officials and the acts of those individuals there. Um, I still give some credence, uh, leeway to to those because I still think there's under like maybe not. I don't want to like there's understandable ways to how there is the ignorance. Yeah. Um, that like that part is where I, I leave wiggle room. Uh, I don't blanket look at everybody in it, but I'll I do try to apply it situational to situational. Um, cool. And in the situation of uh, Carrie Lake, um, or there's or anybody who's like, no, the the Trump election was stolen. It's like no, no, there is factually no evidence. Now where I'll have more of an issue is if it's like, if you're actually presented, because there are people who are going to be in areas where it's like the only information they get is the information telling them their confirmation bias. There's a, like, there's going to be younger people who don't get any exposure. They're legit just surrounded with that. Hmm. You'll occasionally run into that. Rarely, but it still happens. Hmm. Uh, if then the person is actively engaging in the dialogue and 
uh, like just then choosing to flat out ignore, that's different. That's where it'd be like, no, then you're like, then there's no, there's no excuse here. Yeah. Like you've actually been shown and I'm showing you from a source that isn't demonizing you at the same time. So you actually have no reason to choose, like you have no reason to, to ignore this information. Mm. You are then choosing to, and that's where I'm going to have, like, that's where it's like, I'm going to be addressing things differently now because now it's not now it's not an a blissful ignorance or an even accidental ignorance it's a willful ignorance yeah yeah. when you're willfully ignorant that's there's some culpability there yeah because you're just like uh, my uh, i'm unwilling to examine my own biases and stuff like that yeah yeah, like look at the the warnock um walker uh herschel walker Oh, I've only heard a few things. Like, I'm... (laughs) The fact that it was so close after, like, just... It it just, to me, it's so immoral. Like, there's so many Republicans who are just like, oh, there's an R next to that name? I don't have to know anything else. I I literally don't have to know anything. To me, that's immoral. That's that's immoral. Like, I... Oh, no, I'm a a thousand percent with you on that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because I've become a lot more, like, not necessarily, like, in my heart. I'm like, oh... I still want to demonize the hell out of these people. I still feel they're in, insanely culpable because I, a Canadian, I'm not even American. I know all this stuff. So they clearly can know all the stuff I, I know. Like, I don't even live in your country, dude. I know what's going on in your state better than you do. How is that possible? <laughs> it, it, it must be intentional. You must not care, right? So, um, but yeah, to, 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 for everything that happened in that race and for it to be so close still, <laughs> like I, I just see America sliding into like a Christo fascist corporo fascist hellscape. Like it's like you're gonna rent the air you breathe. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna be like in in an in indentured servitude to like corporations for the rest of your life. Like it's not. Oh, something's got to give, man. <laughs> Where it's going is not good. Like at all. Oh yeah, no, no, I I agree. Um, yeah. We need th- this is it, this is its own topic, so I'll, I'll wrap it because yes. I, I got I got a jet. Um, yes, 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 yes. I'm sorry. I think there's no, no. It's okay. I think there's absolute overhaul needed, a thousand percent. Every once in a while, I'll see little blips of a uh, of hope from that overhaul from the re- from the Republican Party. But the mm-hmm. problem is the little blips are coming from the people who don't have the higher platform or aren't buddy buddy with the networks that are like Fox or ONN or the people who are like, no, you got to be the the hard Trumper Republican for us to support you. Otherwise, we're, we're labeling you a turncoat and blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. people like when the networks turned on Mitch McConnell and they're like, he's not a supporter of the Republican Party. It's like, bruh, look at the man's record. I don't agree with his policies, but clearly he is a Republican. Just because he didn't support the attempted coup doesn't mean he's not Republican. Like, that's, I think that's the problem, a a huge problem of it. They need to get their, there's so many things the Republicans need to improve on, but they need to get their party in order and how they represent themselves. They are way too tied in. (laughs) 
Like they've got way too many far right candidates who are like, nah, we'll spearhead. We're getting the attention. And they're like, all right, I guess you're going to get the attention, whether or not it's the best for our party. And the Democrats have that issue as well. Not to the bat, like not nearly to the bad degree, but the best person for the job would have been Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah. Nah. Like, I hate this, dude. It's, it sucks when only one party is even remotely reasonable or operating or functioning in reality because then you don't longer have a democracy. I mean, America, you could argue, really didn't really have that much of a democracy with a two-party system for the past, like, 50 or 60 years anyway. But, like, when you only have one party that's willing to engage in reality and the process and, and then you really only have one party. And what we're seeing is, like, Instead of like, because Republicans don't stand for anything. They don't. They don't stand for anything. They'll stand for whatever they need to in whatever race they need to. But they don't come out with policies that there was no Republican policy for 2022. There was nothing. They have nothing. They have no plan for anything. No plans for inflation. No plans for healthcare. No plans for wages. No plans for the housing crisis. No plans for anything. They have no plans. So. What you're seeing now is instead of like two I, two groups with like different ideas and ideals battling out to see which idea makes the most sense and to come to conclusion, you have one person, you have one who's like, the devil is it? like who's just like you have a schizophrenic homeless person and like a, a, a Wall Street bro, basically. That's 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 your two parties. Uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, you got to go. We'll we'll talk about American politics on Friday and possibly some Canadian politics too. That'd be great. Yeah. No. Definitely. All right, okay. dude. Uh, Thank you for for doing this today. Um, Listener, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh, Let's see. I think the schedule is, uh, will be, right now, we're trying to drop every two weeks. So this episode should be up this Friday. And then the following episode will be dropping on December 23rd. Um, There might be a brief break there just because, uh, yeah, We'll see just uh, just with when we can record because New Year's is right around the corner. So everything's truncated at this time of year. But we will be back very soon with a new episode. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, Christian, I'm glad we got to record and glad Zencaster is working for us. So, hey, here's a random plug for Zencaster. If you guys do podcasts or do meetings, this is a much better version of Skype. <laughs> yeah, I know. Skype is really effing off on us. It sucked. Oh yeah, is that, yeah. Is that still too uh, still too far? I didn't say the word, but it still feels a little. Uh, it still feels aggressive, you know. Effing. It's, like it's, it, it, it's it's not it's not media. It, it's just not working for us. It's not working yeah. for us right now. <laughs> Friggin' and then the actual F word, and I feel like effing is somewhere in between. <laughs> Would you stop saying effing? <laughs> All right. Well, dear listener, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Also, we hope you enjoyed the banger theme song Christian did for, oh, yeah. uh, for, for Radio Arcade. And I know you got more coming for us, man. So I'm excited for those as well. Uh, we'll have the links to the SoundCloud. Hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Take care, and we'll see you soon. Peace.